Hello, greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host and today I have my co-host with me, April Metzler. And we're talking about probably one of the most important things that we could talk about today, which is communicating with God, which is prayer. We communicate with God in various ways. But, you know, we were talking before the broadcast about so many times people put God in a box and they just think that it has to look a certain way, has to feel a certain way. But we're talking about spending time with dad. And I just want to preface this, this episode with saying that this is not meant to stretch your theological views of what prayer is. This is not meant to uh, say that A, B, C, we're not doing list mentality. We don't do that. We believe that prayer comes from the spirit within us, the Holy Spirit who is alive in us. We communicate with God through prayer. And, you know, the Bible talks about with prayer and supplication, let your request be known unto God. And then the peace of God comes. And April made a really good point before we were starting. And I see this all the time. And I've done this. OK, I've seriously done this uh, where I just rattle off all of my needs to God and then a book. You know, it's kind of like, especially my early walk, it was all about what can you do for me? But we have today we're here to talk about how can we communicate with our Father God, the creator of the universe, the, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords in honor and reverence and also be still and listen. So April, elaborate on that because we were, you know, I just love the fact that you mentioned that because that my early prayer life, that's what it looked like is me, me, me. Get, I want, I need, I, you know, all of this. And it wasn't like sitting still like, dad, what do you want in my life? What is your will in my life? Talk about that. Ooh, yeah, it, it is a big subject. I'm surprised that we're even going to try to tackle this in 30 minutes. But for our listening audience, um, you can just look up anytime that you want to throughout the Bible, the word pray, the word prayer, all of the synonyms for that petitioning, intercession, stuff like that. And you're going to come across these awesome scriptures to delve into, study and apply. I encourage you guys to get into the word as we always do here on this broadcast. Um, but that's where we, we find our our understanding of what that looks like to come to our Abba Father, which is, you know, daddy, you know, daddy, daddy, daddy. And it's this relationship. Like, how would you how would you come to somebody if, um, you know, if you were if you're we're asking for something yes we've already covered that but like what do you listen you know for the permission do you listen for um the granting of the request do you listen um for what he has to say about those you know usually when we come to a parent um in our our fleshly you know our our day-to-day -day real world tangible parents um as children um we actually have this conversation that's two ways but you know so often we get caught up with god where we're just like dropping it at the door and then bailing for the rest of the day expecting him to do our bidding like some kind of a, a genie in a bottle type of thing and um <laughs> i think that that is you know that's okay when you're you're young in the faith um i don't think that that's really like a negative thing but god is really concerned about our heart and yes. and so when we come to him we want to do so in in such a way that is mindful of that like where is my heart in all of this and and what is the motivation 
of these requests? Are they, you know, fulfilling what I want? Are they fulfilling um, a need or a want? You know, you go through that process too. Um, are they supporting the kingdom of God or are they just materialistic things, you know, treasures here on earth where, you know, thieves and moths will destroy, you know, it's that kind of thing. Like, where is my heart in all of this? And how is it honoring God if, if it is at all? Um, I guess are those, those self-reflection questions that we can really challenge ourselves with to see, to test what, you know, we're coming to God with, but I just, I know that there's, there's a, a point in life because there was for me and there was for multiple people I've talked to that are brothers and sisters in Christ that it shifts, you know, you have a heart shift, like all in heart shift. And there's that moment where it's not about you anymore, if that makes sense when you're talking to God. So um, yes. or your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. I, I want to read this scripture um, in Psalms, Psalms 46, 10. And it, this is a very well-known scripture. This is a scripture that God has put all up in my face all of the time on a regular basis, because I'm one of those, like, I guess they call it type A personalities, maybe um, one of those full throttle kind of people. Um, I know y'all never notice. I'm just a little bit on the high energy side, I guess you could say. <laughs> when I was a child, they called me busy. Later in life, doctors called me ADHD, whatever. You can label it with whatever you want, but God wants us to be still. And I want to read this in Psalms 4610. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted among the earth. And I think that prayer really needs to start with glorifying him. And many times, and I love what you were saying about the relationship piece. Like if I was and the analogy that I always use, usually when I'm talking about this is that if I got up in the morning and I said, Hey, Kevin, that's my husband. For those that you do not know. Hey, Kevin, um, no good morning. No, hey, baby, I love you. No, no greeting, no nothing. And I just said, hey, Kevin, uh, I need you to feed the dogs, let the chickens out, take the garbage out, um, make the bed. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, go by, paint my office, do this, do that. And just all of this list to him, right? And didn't say anything else and like, okay, bye, and left. How would that, you know, and we do that with God. You know, it's like, hey, fix my fix my uh, finances, you know, save my kids, you know, world peace, whatever. You know, we're crying out to get all of these things. And then we just bolt and being still is more than just waiting. Being still is sitting in his presence and listening for that still small voice. You know, the Bible says that my sheep hear my voice and a voice of a stranger. They do not follow. And you cannot recognize God's voice from a stranger's voice, the enemy or your own flesh or whatever. If you do not spend time sitting at his feet, allowing him to pour into us, allowing him to lead and guide us and direct us. So I think that, you know, praising him and exalting him is such a powerful key. And you being a songwriter and a musician, this is something that probably just comes organic for you. But some people really don't stop and think about that. So when you start your prayers, do you praise him as well? Yeah, I actually, you know, use that as, as a key. And I like that, that word usage to tie that to it, because it's, you know, our, 
our representation of how we come to our father is is a, a demonstration of where we're at with our worship life and um yeah. i encourage people to like take the label of worship music or worship minister or worship band out of the equation when you're considering worshiping god because that they're not the same thing um it's like a um a watered down edition of that word you know worship right. uh worship bands are, are supposed to prepare this space mindful of the fact that the entire congregation is about to receive god's word and it's a heart preparation responsibility and it's a um how can we get this entire congregation into this moment of intimacy with God. Well, the way that we do that, it says that we, you know, it's enters his courts with praise. We, you know, enter the gates with thanksgiving in our heart. And so what you'll find with most songs, hopefully, prayerfully, is this, this um, hearts pour out of, of that connection to God through those, those means. Like, are we, thanking him, almighty God, you know, are we praising his mighty name, you know, uh, wonderful counselor, you know, um, multiple like literal like lists are are super simple to do in your prayer time. And you can go down and, and name his names. It's, it's not complicated, but, you know, thank him for being your provider, you know, thank him for, for being your shelter from the storm, you know, thank him for all that he has done for you. you can, and even if you don't recognize it now, thanking him by faith and understanding that, you know, those things that he's, and that's a little, that's the next step, sorry. But, you know, like prayer, we, we do it by faith and, and understanding like when we petition God, it might not be right in front of you right now, but you, that trust factor, that trust building of that relationship comes with, seeking him in things, asking for his will to be done and trusting that his will is something that is good for you. And it is the best possible outcome in any given uh, situation. And we do that by faith, you know, through Jesus Christ. And so I don't know, that's a little bit deeper on that subject, but it's like, you know, not only how are we coming to him in the stillness, but like, how are we are we thanking him and are we thanking him just like repetitiously like you were saying earlier like abc one two three check these boxes off and and this is me you know it's like um no like are we sincerely coming to the father and thanking him like Mm. putting the pen in all of this stuff that you have that you want to bring to him and saying God, I just want to be with you. You know, I want to be in this yes. moment with you. I want to honor you. I want to praise your name. I want to thank you. In spite of these circumstances, you are so good. I love you. You know, it's like, are we doing that for real? I don't know. 
Amen. My, Amen. For real. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. And I think you're right. I don't even know how we'll get through all of this because we could talk for hours about this powerful, powerful thing, the communication with God, the intercession of the saints, the lifting him up, the exalting of the Lord. And I love what you said. So many times I have found in modern Christendom or uh, there is, you know, I love praise and worship. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I, I listen to a lot of different things, but it is about creating the atmosphere and many times we see so many people like treat it like a rock concert you know and it's not a rock concert okay worship is a lifestyle it is not something that you know we just go and you know do but it prepares our hearts it creates the atmosphere and you can always tell and this is where I've got a real gripe and forgive me y'all just gone a little tangent here. Okay. You know, I live in middle Tennessee. We have some of the best musicians on the planet in Nashville. Okay. But, um, you know, when you paying somebody to come in and lead worship because of their gifts and their talents, it was given to them by God, you know, but they get up there. You can tell the difference. You can tell the difference because True worship comes from the heart and, you know, the praises and the presence of God is tangible and you can feel it. And so I can always feel where that's that performance based thing in the worship. And then also that authentic reverence of holiness that only comes from being in the presence of the Lord. So anyway, that's just my little sidekick, my little tangent this morning. But the scriptures I put in the chat stream are super important to what we're talking about. One is to be persistent and devoted to prayer, being alert and focusing your prayer and life in an attitude of thanksgiving. It is all about gratitude. It is, you know, I'm telling you, if you can shift your mindset to being grateful and thankful, you know, and approaching God with that, because listen, if it wasn't for God, you would not have woke up this morning. He gave you life. You know, Jesus went to the cross. And if he never did anything else for us, that was enough. But yet we have the opportunity to fellowship with the father. And it's so powerful. That's out of Colossians 4 too. Then also I put, um, I love this scripture. I love them all. But First uh, Timothy 2, 1 and 2, it says, be persistent and devoted to prayer, being alert and focused to your prayer life with an attitude of thanksgiving. So here we see, wait a minute, that's the same thing. <laughs> no, I, I quoted the wrong one. I put the wrong one there. Okay, let me read this. This is good. Okay, hold on. First of all, then I urge you um, with the with the prayers and petitions and thanksgiving being made on behalf of all men for the kings and all who are in authority so that they meet, may lead a tranquil and quiet life in godliness and dignity. It's a call to prayer. Listen, we are called to, to fellowship with the Father, to petition the heavens, to give thanksgiving, and, 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 and to walk in our authority of who Jesus died for us to be. You know, we are not on the sidelines going, oh, please, Lord, please, please. We don't have to beg daddy. We have to hang out with him and allow him to speak to us for the directions of our life, to be able to speak to us on where and when uh, we are supposed to do because he will lead us. He will guide us. And so one of the things I want to talk about is something that was taught to me uh, when I was growing up. I grew up Catholic and this is recited in the Catholic Church and many uh, Protestant churches still do it today. Last Sunday, I was in Florida and I was in the Presbyterian Church. They always quote the um, the the Lord's Prayer. But I just want to point out that this is a model for us, Lord, you know, or, or 
or the Lord wants us to follow. It's not so much, you know, it doesn't matter. I can sit here and recite this over and over and over again. But like April said, if my heart is hard, if my life is out of alignment, if I am caught up in sin and refuse to repent, this does nothing. It is a model, you know, of our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's that glorifying him, that lifting him up. And then his kingdom come, thy kingdom, not my kingdom, not what I want, what I think or what I feel, but his kingdom, thy will be done on earth here as, as, as in heaven. You know, we're talking about touching heaven and, and earth colliding. And so many times we're so focused on the negative of our everyday understanding that we forget that, you know, God is in control and then give us this day our daily bread. I mean, that's to me, that's, I don't know about you, but to me, that's like getting our food, our spiritual food, eating from the word, drinking from the word, allowing that to transform us and then forgive us our trespasses. Listen, repentance is so much. We've talked a lot about that and we'll talk some more about it, but that is, you know, I remember when I became a Christian, someone told me 80% of your walk with the Lord is going to be repentance. And I'm like, huh? So, and then asking him to forgive our trespasses, you know, as we forgive those who trespass against us, there's a secondhand part. We've got to forgive too and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That is huge because we are all tempted and we are all tried. But I'm telling you, the more time you spend with the father in his presence, fellowshipping with him is going to decrease. I love how, you know, John said, I'm decrease so he can eat increase you know um john the baptist he was out there preparing the way of the lord you know and but yet he knew that as jesus came on the scene okay jesus is on the scene i'm asking you today is jesus on the scene he is he's on the scene don't forget that and then you know closing it out with for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever and and there they give us that model of thanking him he is he is the almighty god you know, at the end. So I love that prayer. And I think it is an outline, if if you will, for us to pray. So did you grow up in a church that recited that? I didn't grow up in a church that actually recited that, but we learned it in Sunday school. You know, it's it's one of those things where hopefully um, at, at the minimum, churches are equipping the little children um, with that particular scripture because it's it was the example that was given in order to to illustrate the moving parts of of a, a real true intimate communication uh, that is through humility through honor and through acknowledgement of God in all of our ways you know yes. it's, it's whole thing in action and if we would so i know that we ran through it really quick just because of time constraints but um, a challenge for the folks that are out in the audience right now or catching the replay or what have you would be for you to go through that with a listening ear um, and a stillness uh, intentionality to be teachable so I, I say often that there is great value in remaining intentionally teachable in the spirit. So so by the spirit, we learn these things. He leads us into all truths and understanding yes. and wisdom. And that all begins with a good, healthy uh, spirit of the fear of the Lord that has you know been given us you know through Jesus Christ. And we can go into detail about that on another broadcast. But line by line this like just like she did she broke it down for you guys but like literally you know our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name and then you sit there and you're like lord 
Holy Spirit, I submit my time right now to you. Please lead me through the truth of this verse of your word, you know, and just sit there and listen and be still. And what you'll find is when you submit yourself to his leading, you're honoring him, you're humbling yourself and you're, you're asking to have that relationship be built up. That's it. It's, it's super simple. But if we would just do that with all scripture, we would find that the Holy Spirit, you know, he doesn't withhold. God doesn't withhold from his children. He gives in abundance beyond. It says um, beyond abundantly is the original um, uh, in excess and abundance. You know, some of the translations say that, but he will do beyond abundantly is the original text translation if if people would just pivot that it would be make much more sense but like look at it like buzz lightyear my mom said you know to infinity and beyond that's how much he loves you you know so anyway <laughs> it's a little cheesy but you know i i i'm i roll in the cheese sometimes <laughs> but i i think before we end this broadcast though sis uh what are your thoughts about because we've got maybe like i don't know 10 more minutes or something but like what about repentance because we know yeah. that that's a huge key we have things yeah. so yeah, there I is a few yeah. major moving parts in this whole thing you do need to honor the Lord. You do need to acknowledge him. You do need to give him praise and thanksgiving for who he is, just him being him in your life. And then, and then repent. Um, And that's a continuous, like you said, it's continual. It's 80% of your entire walk because there's, there's known things that you know, you did, you weren't supposed to be doing that the word points out, but then there's unknown things that your heart you don't know. And so what I do personally in my prayer time, before I even say a word about anything that's needed or, or asking him to intercede or whatever is I repent of all known and unknown, like whatever the accuser, the enemy or adversary was to sit there and claim that I'm doing wrong. I'm like, okay, I'm guilty, but guess what? I repent of that because I don't want that nonsense anymore. I don't want anything to do with anything that's not pleasing to God, that grieves the Holy Spirit within me, that does not honor him and his word. And and so if it's out of alignment, I don't want it. I repent, cleanse me of that through the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, you know, and, and you're literally asking for, for that to be covered by the blood of Jesus. So what are your thoughts about all that? I think it's vital. I think that, you know, if we are going to approach the Lord that we need to have daily, we need to, you know, like King David says, search me, O Lord, and see if there's anything that you can find in me. You know, that's paraphrased, but um, we need to do that daily. And there are things that are hidden that we don't, we're not aware of. And so, you know, we talk about sins of omission and sins of commission, you know, sins of commission, like I, blatantly, like if I was to smack my neighbor, you know, <laughs> that would be very ungodly. And it would be very obvious that this is sin, right? And it's but, a choice, an active choice. You yes, are literally yes. choosing to slap your yes. neighbor. And I wouldn't do that if any of my neighbors are watching, you know, I don't even have a neighbor for a mile. But anyway, <laughs> I love my neighbors. Okay. The Bible tells us to love thy neighbor. You know, and so if I'm not doing that, I am sinning by omitting what he's telling me to do. Blatant disobedience. Okay, 
disobedience. So we do need to be in check and we need to look at the seen and the unseen, you, the intentions and the, you know, we talk a lot about um, what is our intention? What is our you know intention behind this? You know, uh, when for broadcasters like us, we're out there and some people that do not understand what we're doing, why we do it and so forth. And I look at it as, okay, they're always online. They're, you know, blah, 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 blah. Our intention is to bring truth and light into the world and to help encourage and inspire and motivate someone to pick up the word of God and, and open it up and see what it says and to inspire them that it's okay if you're not okay, but it's not okay to stay there because God has a way out. He always makes a way of escape. So I think that repentance uh, is incredibly, and you know what, without it, your prayers are going to be hindered. I'm just saying. You're, 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 you know, you've got to come clean because God already knows. Okay. It's like, we think that we're hiding something from them. Hello. So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on that. Something yeah. I want to bring up and talk about in the little bit of time that we have left is so many people. And I did this whenever I first was a baby Christian, which is okay. You know, when you're a baby Christian, we do not expect you to, you know, like, oh, you come to Christ and it's like, oh, you're supposed to be mature. Now, the Bible talks about, you know, <laughs> having the milk of the word, right? And then you start getting to the meat. So if you're watching this and you're going, ooh, that's what I do, it's okay. You know, it's okay. It's you're, progress, you're, not perfection. We yeah. do not, you know, we do not come to the Lord altogether. We come to the Lord so he can clean us up and he can transform us and all of that. So if you were sitting there watching this and you're thinking, I want to know Jesus, but I don't have it together, or he would reject me. Let me tell you something, sister. There's nothing you could do that would make him love you less. Okay. But he wants to love you and he wants to save you and transform your life. Brother, sister, whoever's watching that. I don't know who that's for. Felt very led by the Holy Spirit to say that. So don't think that you have to have it all together to come to the throne, but come to the throne and empty yourself out. You know, it's called a just surrender. It's just like, okay, God, I remember. And, you know, I, and I, I just have to go on another little tangent. There was um there was a band out and I guess it was the 90s and it was called The Waiting. Did you ever hear of The Waiting? No, I don't recall yeah. like offhand what kind of songs or whatever yeah. what was the genre. Well, it was it was a Christian band. It was obviously by their lyrics very denominational and I won't go to what denomination doesn't really matter because we are the family of God. We all have some areas where when we get to heaven we're going to go, "Oh, snap." I miss that, you know, or, oh, that denomination was right. And mine was whatever. It is about being a child of God and following him and surrender. But I was listening to this and I was young in the Lord, very young in the Lord. And I, there was a song and it said, okay, hear what I say, hands in the air saying, have thine own way, you know? And it literally in the song, it walks through dying to your flesh. Ouch. Right. And it literally I remember sitting at my computer, weeping and crying, snotting everywhere, you know, because even though I had given my life to the Lord, even though I was reading my word, I was praying, I was going to church, I was doing all the right ingredients that a, that a good Christian does, whatever. But I literally for the first time, I like emptied out my junk and looked at it and said, God, take this away. You know, so I said all that. I don't know who it's for, but I said all that for whoever's watching today that may feel like they cannot come to the throne of God to pray. He he wants to communicate with you. He wants he desires to fellowship with you and prayer. And this is the point I wanted to make. Prayer does not have to look a certain way. You do not have to be in a church to pray. 
You do not have to even be, you can pray anywhere, anytime. Prayer and supplication is part of our daily life. Talking to God throughout the day. I talk to God in the kitchen. I talk to God in the car. I talk to God in the shower. Don't mean to freak y'all out. But, you know, I just talk to him and and try to listen and walk in rhythm with him. And it's called fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit and, and being led and guide uh, to, to be able to walk in the truth and walk in the light. Because, listen, it, some it, it takes a lot for me. Okay, I need a whole lot of Jesus every day. But don't think that you've got to have a certain posture. There are times that you will be on your knees and that is beautiful before the Lord. Reverence and holiness because he is he is holy, you know, and we forget that sometimes how holy he is. But I just want to encourage you. Don't think that it has to look a certain way. It is all about communicating with him, talking to your dad and allowing him to pour back into you. And if you are not being still and listening and if you're not hearing anything, this is the way he speaks to you. He speaks to you in the word. So go in the word, read some scripture, stop, pray, listen. Go ahead, April. Yeah. Um, and if there are any uh, people that like to journal or that are writers um, or consider themselves scribes in this season of their walk with God, um, I don't know, like. I don't know where you're at with that, but it's really good during the stillness to put that pen on that paper. This is a little old school, but put the pen on the paper and just sit there and wait and say, God, I'm not going to write anything about what the scripture says until you prompt me by the Holy Spirit. So pour into me what I need to, what I need to see in this, what I need to hear in this, reveal to my heart, you know, enlighten the eyes of my heart so that I can know you more, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, just seeking him with that. That's in, uh, you can find that petition in Ephesians one. Um, but what it amounts to is understanding that God gives, um, God gives us wisdom in these things. He gives us knowledge and, you know, there's scripture that tells us that we're only responsible for what we know. So that like covers every step of the way through your walk, you know, brand new, all the way beyond, you know, but that, man, there's just this thing that you, that you get when you actually sincerely come to the father and, and you get to a point, um, eventually, and this is for those who are young Padawans in training, you know, don't expect yourself to be Yoda when you first come to Jesus. I'm just saying <laughs> Yoda levitates and does all sorts of kinds of crazy things, you know, lifts up stuff out of the swamp. If you want to go that old school in, the, in that particular movie series, but come on now, um, the power that is within him, that same working power, let's look at it this way. Like if that was the Holy spirit, we'll use an analogy. There's a power within him to do those things and focus and to remove all distractions, right? In that whole scene, he had to remove all distractions of self to be able to accomplish that task to get that ship out of the swamp. And, you know, that's how he was, but he was leaning into the, the understanding and wisdom of his teacher, his master Yoda, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, that's that's just one of those things where once he was able to remove his worldly focus of all of this stuff, his emotions from his past, you know, all of these memories that he was having bombard his senses in the stillness. 
once he was able to get past that, he was able to lift that ship up. And so the same power that was in Yoda was also in Skywalker, but he just wasn't able to lift it up out of there until he got to the point that Yoda was in his stillness. And so it's a yielded, it's a submitted, it's a I, I'm not focusing on anything in myself right now. I'm just focusing on the task at hand, which is communicating with God and building that relationship. So I don't know. I love the Star Wars correlation. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So if you guys do not know what she's talking about, she's talking about Star Wars. And I absolutely love that. So uh, we're over our time, but I do have a few more things. That Are you good on time, April, if we go a little a few minutes mm -hmm. over? Okay, good. Because I um I, I don't have a client to love it, but I've got many things to do. But I just feel that this is so incredibly important because you you hit on some things that is so important. And I just want to talk a little bit about intercession, uh, intercession for the saints and praying. And you're doing something currently so impressive. And this was led by the Lord. And anything we say or do, we're not saying, oh, go do what we do. You know, we're saying go hang out with Jesus. Okay. Uh, and spend time with him in prayer. But you were praying for for the nations right now. Can you share a little bit about that? Oh, Lord. I wasn't going to be shared about any of it, but uh, yeah, no. So like, I think it's important. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So um, there is, uh, there is something that, that you'll find when you begin praying for others that it is, you know, you're bringing them to, the courts of heaven before our judge, our ultimate judge is God. God is a God of justice and truth and honor. And, you know, it's, and his, his love is outpoured through Jesus Christ, who is our advocate and intercessor who continuously petitions on our behalf to God, the father, God, the judge. And so, you know, when you're interceding for people, it's because, they don't know how to pray for themselves in order to receive the releases from heaven, if that makes sense. And so um, sometimes, you know, I mean, you find people asking for prayer and it's literally, they say it's because I don't know how to pray, but I know you do, you know, and, and I get that often um, through messages and stuff like that. But it, it God placed it on my heart to um, put forth, the nations because of the fact that, you know, his kingdom, there's a lot of things in his kingdom. And this is just something in my time that he's deposited in, in me, but there's a lot of things in his kingdom, moving parts in the body that have not come to pass because of block blocks um, throughout the generations um, that are just stored up in heaven on behalf of these nations, as well as the, the people within the nations. So we have independent hearts through every nation that are being, um, they're just, everything's blocked right now. It's like this, the floodgates of heaven are ready to be poured out. Um, and, and if it would, if we would only turn back to God. And so um, it's one of the reasons why this repentance has been really big on my heart right now, because it says, if my people, you want to read that passage? Yeah, <laughs> are called by my name, right? Yeah, I mean that's what Second Chronicles seven fourteen is that that's, right or something like yeah. that? Yeah, let's um, read that real quick. But yeah, um, we do. I I'll just, look it up. You go okay. ahead. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Okay. Um, so, um, but it's a promise, is what it is. It's an empowering 
promise of kingdom here on earth now as it is in heaven. God's will be done. His kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven is like this, this whole thing. All he's looking for, it says in scripture that he's looking to and from, you know, across the entire earth, across time itself for, for hearts that will turn to him and do as he asks them to do. Um, obedience, you know, not rejection, not rebellion, but walking in the the desire of the heart is to honor God, is to glorify his name, is to love him. You know, he gave us this love through his son, Jesus Christ, to make us uh, back into this right standing of position of honor. It says, be holy because I am holy. It's not Amen. that we're claiming perfection. It, it is that that God is desiring hearts to turn back to him in fullness yes, and yes. to to be in his presence. And that's what we're talking about right now. Um, this is a little bit deeper in context, but I am bringing forth every single internationally recognized nation. Um, but I do not enter into this lightly. I, God has prepared me over the last year to cleanse and renew my entire my entire existence <laughs> so that there is not even one, you know, um, we don't give the enemy a foothold is what it says. Um, and so when we cleanse our entire bloodline all the way back to Adam and we sit here and say, you know, uh, every blood contract, every, every legal agreement that was entered into by previous generations that were, unknown to me, obviously, because I don't know what my great, 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 great granddad did. But if he's over there doing satanic worship, you know, let's, let's nullify that contract. Yeah. If he Amen. sold his soul to be like rich and famous in his generation, let's nullify that contract by the blood of Christ. And yeah, so that is the repentance and action in the courts of heaven when you're sitting there really coming forth on behalf of yourself and cleansing and renewing and saying, hey, none of this. I don't want any of this anymore. I want what Jesus has for me. And I want to know what this new creation even is, you know, like what is, what am I? I am spirit. Right. And so those who worship God must worship them in spirit and truth. Well, what's his truth? And so, you know, you start going through this process of submission and humility. And then when you're bringing forth other people in intercession, the enemy doesn't have anything to stand against you because you've repented of it and the blood of Jesus covers it. And all of a sudden you're petitioning the court for justice, mercy, and grace to be released from yes. heaven. Things of the heavens unlocked for it to be required because God wants to do good to us. He wants to Amen. give us things. He wants to provide for us in all capacities but ultimately, sometimes, even in the nations, we are the ones that are blocking that. So intercession intercession, and intercessory prayer warriors are needed because they don't know how to do it themselves. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. The Bible refers to it as watchmen on the wall. You know, I mean, he is, you know, he he gives us the privilege to bring these requests and petitions before the Lord. So the scripture she was referring to is in Second Chronicles 714. And it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. Hold on there. What? Yeah. The H word humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn 
turn, meaning repentance, uh, from their wicked ways, and I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and will heal their, heal their land. And I put in here the Amplify, because that was, the, I think this is NIV, yeah. This is the first Bible I grabbed this morning, but um, which is, it's not my favorite. But listen to this in the Amplified. You've got to hear this in the Amplified. So good. It says, um, and my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek. And then in parentheses, it says, crave required as necess necessity. Wow. It's a necessity to crave God, to desire to fellowship with him, to be with them. I love that. My face will turn from their wicked ways and I will hear them and from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. So God is wanting to hear from us. He's wanting us to repent. He's wanting us to humble ourselves. He's wanting us to come before him and, and give him the reverence and give him the honor and give him the glory and empty out ourselves so that he can fill us up as we are conduits here on the earth. And intercessory prayer is incredibly important. I used to be a, a coordinator for the National Day of Prayer. Very passionate about that. And when I pray, I always um, generally, some camps refer to it as the seven mountains. Some camps, uh, I believe Bill Bright uh, called it the seven spheres of influence. But there are things that we need to, if you're saying, how can I pray? How can I pray? Make, you know, um, obviously all needs to be led by the spirit. But you need to, if you're looking for something to cover in prayer on a daily basis that helps in the spirit realm, uh, pray, pray for the government. And I don't care who's in office. The Bible talks about us praying um, for, you know, the heart of the king is in the hand of the father and praying for those in authority, you know, over us. Um, so we need to pray for, uh, you know, peace and, you know, pray for the fire department, those in your neighborhood, pray for the police and and, and, you know, the, just just pray for those that are in leadership, the military right now. Listen, we should all be praying for what's going on in Afghanistan. I'm just saying uh, there. If you do not know what to pray, all you have to do is turn on the news for five minutes. Don't take in what they're saying because it's not legit most of the time. But it gives you a, something to pray about. Uh, pray for the family. The structure of the family is under attack. Pray for businesses, um, you know, uh, for integrity. And, you know, especially those businesses that are trying to bounce back from, you know, COVID and all that. Uh, pray for the arts, entertainment, and even the sports arenas because they are large influencers. And um, the culture is built on a lot of these things. So we need to pray for them. Pray for education. Don't just pray for, I'm going to pray for the colleges. Yes, please. Pray for the colleges. Pray for the colleges. But also pray for the preschools, pray for the elementary, middle school, high school, all of them. Pray for education. Pray that we are properly educated in the church, you know, and that's the other thing we got to pray for is the church and also pray for media. Okay. Uh, media is dark and ungodly and it is um, a lot of journalism has left their, uh, their love for journalism to just throw out propaganda. And so we need to pray for the media we need to pray that things in the darkness come to light and i'm just i'm i'll get on such a rampage here i'm sorry april i we are like i was listening it's okay no you're good um, way over our time but i just want good. to say hello from pittsburgh hello everybody over there lee marcia all of y'all we didn't mean to ignore y'all we just got so engaged in the talk about prayer and we knew this might happen we were right. like, should we break it down into multiple? Because we could literally do a whole series on prayer. But we want to convey to you that communicating with God is an honor. We get to do that. It's not something we have to do. It's something we get to do. We get to go hang out with dad, talk to him, and heal our hearts. Any final words from you today, April? 
Well, I like the idea of actually, you know, we were talking backstage about like a bonus episode or something to this particular series, but we might prayerfully consider um, doing a series on prayer um, yeah. because there is so many um, points that we could break down uh, just for the audience in general. But, you know, there's, um, I think my final thought, if I was to leave them with anything would be um, practice. Uh, you know, Paul in his teachings um, and in many of the scriptures in the New Testament, as well as, um, man, as well as all of the, the things that you, you hear in the Old Testament, you know, it's an example of practicing. Um, yes. Nobody's going to get it right the first time, you know, um, or the second. Sometimes it takes the 20th time, you know, to get it right. But we practice these things as we learn them. And you can, you can, uh, search up that phrase, practice these things or um, what have you practice what I, you've seen in me, practice what you have learned. Um, but um, look for the scriptures and meditate on those because that will allow you to give grace to yourself in learning how to pray. Um, you don't learn it overnight. It's like anything else. You know, if you want to learn how to be a doctor. You go to college for how many years? I mean, if you're committed enough to figure out how to be a doctor for, you know, six to eight years or whatever it takes to get you there, um, including all the hours of time you have to spend and invest in in the training process and the shadowing of your teacher process, you know, shadow of the wings, scripture, ring a bell here, uh, <laughs> you know, hiding place of the Lord, the stillness, you know, in his presence, scriptures, you know, you can look all those up. But, you know, there's, if you're willing to do that here in a tangible goal, you know, to change your entire life, to change the trajectory of your life, as in, I wasn't a doctor before I took all of these classes and, and, and yielded to the training, but now, you know, I am a doctor, and it's from now on, this is how my life is going to be. Well, if we can do that with tangible things that are here one day and gone the next, what about the spiritual eternal things that are, you know, forever going to impact our lives here on earth, as well as beyond in in god's kingdom you know like why wouldn't we take that time yes amen that's so good um i just want to take a moment and and i think that we would be amiss if we talked about prayer and didn't uh take the opportunity to pray for the those on the broadcast and i put here if you have a prayer request if you have a prayer request please put it in the chat stream right now and we will cover that, but we're going to close this out with prayer. And if it, and if you're watching this on the replay, we'll go back. We'll look at the chat stream. We'll see what was said, and we will go back and pray over your request. But I just feel very led that it's important that we close this out. And I just want to say to you, what she said was so good about uh, you know progress and everything. I can remember being a baby Christian, being in in prayer groups, and everybody sounded so eloquent. And so, you know, praying the scriptures and, you know, so forth and everything. Those prayer is powerful, but it doesn't have to look a certain way. Just pray. Okay. Just pray. Don't be intimidated by someone else's prayers. All right. Do not do that. Just speak up and pray. And, you know, 
the Bible talks about, you know, clanging symbols and, and, you know, people like blabbering off just to be heard, right? That's not what we're talking about. If you, you know, we're talking about sincerity of the spirit connecting and talking to God. And in, listen, it doesn't have to look a certain way. We're giving you keys. All right. Mm -hmm. We're giving you things to help you. But don't be like, oh, my gosh, I cannot do that because that's too hard. Talk to God. Praise yeah. your father. Yeah. Worship him. So, all, Lord God, we just prayer, thank you. Uh, sis, just let yes. him know all prayer, no matter what, is always going to be rooted in love. And so the, the biggest mm -hmm. key that you're always going to find is, do you know God and do you know God's love? And once you do, your prayer life will change dramatically. It, and it's a Amen. surrendered emptying of yourself, like she said at the very beginning of this pod, broadcast. And it was like, are you an empty vessel yet? Yeah. Is there more to, to undo? You know, those are things to consider. But go ahead. That sister. is so good. So, so good. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for this is the day that you have made and we rejoice in that. We thank you, Father God, for the viewers, those that are listening here live, those that will watch it on the replay. Father, we exalt your holy name. Lord, we know that apart from you, we can do nothing. But Lord, we I, we get invited in to the family of God to be able to be your conduits here on the earth. Lord, help us to empty ourselves before you. Lead us and guide us into all truth. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Father, I thank you that each and every person and listening to this broadcast will find the time to pray, Lord God, and to fellowship with you and spend time in your presence and listen for that still small voice that comes, Lord God. I thank you that they journal out their hearts to you, but also that they put their pen to the paper like April said and listen to what you're saying. Lord, I thank you that our prayers come in agreement with your word. Will we look to see what are you doing here on the earth, God, and then we come in agreement with what you're doing, God. So, Father, we praise you. We thank you. We exalt you. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Mm. Amen. 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 Yeah. Glory that to God. Is. Okay. Well, we will go back and check the chat stream for prayers. And I just want to thank you guys for bearing with us. Uh, you know, 50 minutes of your time is valuable. And we know there's a lot of things that you could listen to, but we are thankful that you joined us today. <laughs> the extended, extended edition. <laughs> yes. Well, see, Paul wasn't here to, to balance us in, you yeah. know, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't have that man to stop us from our, you know, but anyway, it's all good because I believe that, you know, it glorifies God. God bless you guys. We'll see you here next time. God bless. Bye-bye.